Yo, 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 it's 52 weeks straight. Hell, Eric Bischoff, we coming for 83. You know how it goes down. This yeah. is Clash of the Podcast, episode 52. I'm Conrad Cushman of Everything Pro Wrestling. Next to me is Sean Hubbard of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. We are rocking out. It has been one full year. We started off with the game, game. taking over the company. And uh, things have changed since then. We thought we were free of Gomez, but uh, he's back and he's still pulling strings and making moves happen. Um, but we are here. We're trying. We're making moves. We're trying to do some big things. Uh, the episodes have been great. The communication's been great. We've had some funny episodes. We've had some great debates, some heated moments, even in the chat. It doesn't matter. It's all love today. Um, I appreciate everybody who rocks with us, who does this with us. You guys are all very, very important to us. Um, we're going to shout you guys out. You know how we do. We're all about the people, fan feedback. You don't get that from other podcasts, too. I want people to really realize that. They don't read comments without super chats, but I know everybody can't afford a super chat. I've been in that position where I can't afford a super chat, but I want my voice heard because I'm going to say something great. So we will always try to continue to strive to do that. Super chat will guarantee you get it read, though, of course, but we're going to uh, always try to strive to do that. Um and I also want to take a second to say, like, I'm thankful that Sean gave me the phone call probably over a year ago uh, to discuss an idea. I was in a slump. I was trying to figure out some stuff. And Sean came to me and was like, yo, let's let's work together. And then we were like, all right, let's think of a name. Clash of the podcast gets tossed around. Fast forward. Vince is gone. We do a little like pre-show. Like to me, that is like the prelude. You know how shows do like their intro. That is what happened, and that's how we connected. I'm talking a lot. Sean is not going to interrupt me. This is crazy, and I keep feeling like I haven't done something yet, and I don't know what that is. You know, there's only one thing left to say, man. For the 52nd week, one-year anniversary, Conrad, do us all a favor and drop that thing, bro. Flex is real. The flex is real, man. Sean, how you feeling today, bro? I'm feeling good, man. You know, um, you're the the king of uh, of modesty, and I appreciate that. But you know, it's just as big as your brainchild as mine, and I'm so thankful, man. Like, it's it's been a wild ride, and, and I'm so glad that it's just getting started. Honestly, a year that's wild to me, yo. That's wild. I mean. A year. That's not anything to sneeze at, and I'm, I'm really thankful. Um, I'm so thankful for the relationships that have been built. You know, my Instagram. You know, people hit me up all the time, showing love, and I respond because I'm not Hollywood like some people. You're not Hollywood like some people. You know, we show love, and um, 52 weeks, man. This is a blessing. I'm feeling good. I'm still the sexiest big man in the game. Haven't said that in a while. Still got the best hairline in the game. Haven't said that in a while. And that's no shade to my brother. <laughs> but I'm really excited, man. Um, 
God is good, man. I thank God for you, bro, and I thank God for everybody being here. It's appreciated, man. We're going to get into some wrestling tonight. Listen, last year, 52 weeks ago, the Dukes were up for uh, Labor Day weekend. We were talking about all-out brawl-out. We're going to be talking about all-in brawling. There's going to be a lot to discuss tonight, and we're going to get into it. So uh, strap in, folks. So, I mean, Quills, first. The, excitement, the excitement of the one-year anniversary, like, you almost, like, sneeze at the fact that Kind of like this is a major week in wrestling. Like we're in the middle of like a epic, epic journey right now. Bro, I don't think people understand. I'm not getting any sleep. We got Clash of the Podcast today. Yep. Tomorrow, big shout out to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You're getting a free plug right here. Tuesday, Pro Wrestling Shoot. You guys need to be in there as well. Show them some love. Wednesday, me, Derek, Dynamite live, live review. It's happening still. Thursday. August 31st, Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. I'm there. We're going to be talking storylines. Not the good. <laughs> We're going to be there. It's going to be amazing. Lots of guests, fun. You got to show up to see who's going to be on there. Friday, I think I get to breathe, but I really don't because there's a handoff. You don't want to know my life. If I want my life schedule, you guys would be crazy. Saturday, I'm going to try and breathe a little bit. Sunday, all out. Another review. What am I doing? What am I doing with myself? And then Labor Day, which isn't Labor Day because you're going to be doing some work. All right? Yeah. And then I got a, I got the intern. He's getting ready to go back to school for the first – well, not back to school, to school. Cool. This is nuts. This is nuts. I don't even know what to do. Oh, and on Wednesday, I got to meet with the uh, the teacher. This is crazy. This is I don't know what to do. But guess what? I'm not stopping. I'm going to keep going. Sean feels the energy today. I'm about right. to just keep going. That's all, right. all that I got. Let's I talk. just left the gym, baby. I'm feeling swole, too. Oh, arms, back. Let's Rep get it. Of all time. We're in the building, man. Feeling good. Let's go. Quills, what up, Conrad? Sean, Chad, hey. Sir Quills is back once again for my favorite part of Monday evening. Yet another dope episode of Clash of the Podcast, episode 52. AEW All In was lit. Let's talk about it. Wait. Joel, hey guys, congrats on one full year. It's been nothing but fun every week. I appreciate that, Joel. Joel, you're Thank a pleasure, you. my guy. You're a pleasure. By the way, this is going to be super short because I don't know how much time we're going to have to talk about it tonight, but I have to mention it now. Emergence last night was a dope show by Impact Wrestling. If you guys didn't see this, there are a couple matches I recommend you check out. Johnny Swinger match broke my heart. You guys can go watch that and figure out why. Sonata and Jake something amazing. Sonata came out in the Muda outfit, uh, paying tribute to someone who he looked up to. Subculture versus the Rascals, great match. Actually, all of these matches were pretty good now that I'm looking back at them. The, uh, you had the, the multi-man tag match with all the main event guys in it, and that was good. But Deanna Perrazzo and Trinity, yo, not joking. Go back and watch that match. Amazing. Amazing. Shout out to Trinity. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, her sister in a little bit here. Deanna Peraza, one of the best in the game. She definitely deserves more respect, and I had to shout that out real quick. Agreed. Had to say that, Sean. Anything if you want to say, bro, feel free, bro. Only thing bad about that show was that stinking orange vest that that idiot wears. Other than that, great show. That Kushida hate. Stop it. <laughs> How how dare you be that good of a wrestler and wear that stupid looking orange vest? You should be ashamed of yourself. Don't get me started. That feature was on the other day. I was watching it. Just saying. Just saying. EJ, what's good, bro? He says one year. 
statement. He said, I love the journey y'all have been on. And I'm glad to see it continue. You are having a fantastic Monday to everyone in the chat. And of course, our great host. Thank you, BJ. BJ. I appreciate BJ, that, my brother. BJ, I got to be honest with you, man. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. We butt heads, but you got good intentions, man. You got good intentions. I want to say that for the record. I think I said that before. You got good intentions. We fight because we believe what we believe. But at the end of the day, you got class, and then you got class. Doug, Doug's out here. He said, episode 52, let's go. He's happy. Appreciate you, Doug. Gomar, Gomar, what's good, bro? He said, a happy one-year anniversary. I appreciate it. Hub's in the chat. I'm in the chat. We, we Thank you. Thank you. I can't say it enough. Original Biggie's watching on Twitch. Good evening, Conrad. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, chat. Hope y'all are good. We are good, brother. Thank you, Original B. OB1. OB1. Easy E in the chat, and it's not Eric Bischoff. It's Dark Elite Eric E. I appreciate you, bro. We have great conversations in and out of the uh, wrestling bubble. I appreciate you, man. He says, Super Chat, $5, please. That's E's line when uh, I send him a Fightful Select story. That's five bucks, baby. <laughs> Pay up. Yo, Pay up. Appreciate you, man. M. Lizzy Fo Someone called him that in the chat last night. Yo, I'm not going to front. Yo, that all-in review was popping that I did. I was shocked. I don't know if it was the time I, thing or what. I'm not surprised. The only reason I wasn't more engaged is because I haven't watched the show. I didn't watch the show yet. Oh, yeah. We had to boot you out of there till you yeah. watched it. You couldn't be yeah. up in there. Here <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Good evening to the best podcast to kick off a great week of wrestling. Matt, you are too kind, my friend. Matt Lopez always puts it down, too, with uh, holding us down with, like, wrestling news. He gives me anything and everything, bro. Keeps me up on Ring of Honor, the Indies, so I appreciate you, Matt. Uh, Tokyo says, one-year anniversary. Tokyo the Menace. Appreciate you, family. Thank you. Quills came back. Uh, happy one-year anniversary to Conrad and Sean, the dopest wrestling podcast in the game. Clash of the podcast. Congratulations, gentlemen. Well-deserved. Keep it going. Really? We, we will. My guy, Derek. My guy, Derek. Nah, nah. Derek oh. left me high and dry like oh. Lex Luger did Sting. How dare wow. you, Derek? How dare you? I want my forfeit win in fight forever we've been having this for a long time i've shown up every single week i want a referee to count the 10 Derek ain't here it's over it's over he said happy anniversary what up d i don't know if i'm gonna see you uh yo <laughs> happy anniversary to clash thank you guy will gamble thank you well we appreciate you man and thank you for the love appreciate you easy appreciate you and yes i agree oh my god i got so much to oh, we'll get into it we'll oh, get into it because me and sean about to be like this no, we're not. I'm telling you, we're not. You keep thinking that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be that way. Okay. McKinney in the house. You gotta, oh, I'm glad McKinney's here. I'll let you read this one, brother. I, I read a lot of these. Yo, I'm here to talk wrestling and let y'all know that at 47, I'm finally starting to catch all the adult jokes and content and old cartoons, and it's hilarious. Let's go. Let me tell you something, McKinney. You're a good guy, man. You're a good guy. I thank you for the... you. McKinney very rarely sends me stuff about wrestling in my Instagram. He's giving me life advice and quotes. I appreciate that, dog. Me and McKinney just laugh. So, McKinney, I'm about to give you one, though, for you since you think it's hilarious. Did you ever notice in Rugrats, what was the doctor's name that Tommy's mom used to always refer to? 
when raising her son. You remember you were you Rugrats guy? I was not. I was not. Dr. Lipschitz. I'll let you figure that one out for yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Did AEW actually hit it out of the park? No. We'll get into that. We'll get. <laughs> I just said. Okay. We'll clash heads on that. Yes. Okay. Uh, CJ, Mr. Dynamite, the hardest working man in show business. I, I don't know about that. that. I would agree with that. No, I had to hit all hit the pot live for a bit before I hit the uh, virtual felt. Appreciate you. Can't stop, won't stop. Rockefeller Records, baby. We get down. Yeah, baby. Get down. Get down. Noob, how's everyone doing today? Noob, I'm good, man. How are you? That's the question. Man. Noob, thank you for being here. <laughs> Original Biggie said, "What did the intern do? Did he finally do an elbow drop from the teacher's desk? Don't give him no ideas. This dude." He's got them little, uh, what is it called? The beanbag chairs. He likes rolling on top of them and rolling off the top. Like, what are you doing, dude? But that's the thing. He's yours. Like, what did you expect, bro? He's got it in his hands. That's a lie. I did do stuff like that yeah, back in the day. Let me, on, stop. Let me stop. Hey, hey, time, don't sleep on impact. Listen, first time mine was acting up, my mother reminded me, like, hello, hello. Like, I was good. That? I, I was always a pleasure to have in class. Even yeah. if the grades weren't the best, always a pleasure because I knew. Hey, listen, I knew. I was, this, a, back in, I was a cut up. Back in the day, you used to get tore up if you messed up in school. Y'all don't know about that, you youngsters today. You're a Nagi to the teacher. Bring the kettlebell gin just in case. Mm. Bugging. Mm. The little engine that could is the host of EPW. I agree. Stop it. Emergence was a fun show. Sonata and Jake something killed it. Uh, Women's Championship main event was so good. Osprey, yes, Will Osprey. Sean has dubbed him on Clash of the Podcast the greatest pro wrestler in the world. Alive today, that's right. He is going to Bound for Glory. Good reason to maybe save up your ducats for an impact show. Yes, sir. Check him out on Fight. I'm telling you, good shows. NWA had a show. Yes, Tyrus. We're gonna. I have a. I have something about him. Did Sean just say Big Show? Oh, come on, y'all. I don't have it up right now. I'll just do. <laughs> you know, you know, Big Paul White. You saw. You saw him on the pre-show yesterday, Sean. Did you watch yeah. that? Yeah, the homeboy came out. He went back to that desk, sweating up his stool. Yeah, he was tired. He was tired. But God bless him. He's representing for the big dude. He was wearing a suit out there, though. I wouldn't be doing that. Laugh out loud. Easy E tried to get Conrad disqualified. Get the tables. <laughs> Jocelyn, evening, everyone. A whole year of Clash of the Podcast, and I just watched a few months ago. Schedule allowing. More women will join to talk. Jocelyn, it is always welcome to have a yes, woman's opinion yes. on here, especially yours. And uh, Deanna, I know a bunch of people join us, and I thank you guys for having your opinions and stating how you feel about pro wrestling. Um, that might be one of the subjects we get into a little bit. Yeah, Jocelyn and, and Vienna and all the ladies, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. Uh, BJ said, respect, Sean. It's all love, even when our thoughts are in different places. Amen. Ray Thompson in here. Yo, shout out to Ray. Ray has been like my number one comment guy. He leaves great comments that nice. are thought-provoking. Nice. Happy anniversary, guys. Keep it up. Let's go. Thank you, guys. Man, make sure you're hitting that like button and subscribing to both the channels. Effing go. We can say effing. I'm I'm keeping it clean for you. I I don't I didn't say say the word, but we can say less effing go. Let's effing go. 
I gotta check the monetization book for that. <laughs> Bikini said one one year. Here's the many more. Appreciate you. Uh, he won't let me use Malachi Black. Yeah, cause you already know that's man. Y'all know that's cheat code. Get out of here with that. My guy Hubs. My See guy. Derek knew. Derek realized that name from Rugrats. Nice. Yep. Uh, NWA seventy five was fun. Noob said fun and awesome. The main event between Natalia Markova and Camille was fire. I believe that now Natalia Markova will perform in front of a bigger stage like WWE because Impact got Masha Slamovich. I will see. Shout out to all the women main event and pay per views too. Yeah, Uh, I hit CM Punk with my bat. Tokyo the Menace is banned from Collision. Uh, Malachi a cheat code uh, to Rio. Derek, see. See, Malachi Chico, use Riho. Tell him to get Maki Ito. He can make a call. I'll allow it. I wasn't a Rugrats guy, but Bugs Bunny was <laughs> Dr. Kill Patient. Yo, chill. I'll tell you one thing. Bugs Bunny would get all the chips, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's facts. It's say effing in the stream. That doesn't work for me, brother. Brother. Uh, with that. With the roster AW had and the matches they gave us without super matches, we all want this MFR. Uh, they hit this MFR out the park like Barry Bonds. Mm, okay. Pro Wrestling Shoot shows up. They must have heard that plug for their Tuesday show. Instead of watching NXT, you could throw them on and uh, listen to them. So thank you. And Jesse definitely uh, tagged up with me and bailed me out yesterday. So and I'm much appreciated. agree with that because. Um... I've listened to Pro Wrestling Shoot. A little surprise for Pro Wrestling Shoot. Didn't know your boy was listening. Very impressive. Very impressive. They always deliver. Um, I want to honor anybody that has uh, been watching wrestling this year. We we were hit with some hard stuff recently. Like, it's been very, very difficult to talk wrestling. And I want to take this time to celebrate these folks. I know it's going to be sad when I put this up. But let's celebrate those in pro wrestling that have happened. Credit to at Bret Hart eight 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 for this picture. But Bray, we were going to just talk about Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk one last time. But I think it's important to look at everybody that we have here. Um, Sean, I'm going to let you kind of take this one away, man. It's 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 a tough thing um, to lose so many. It's a tough thing to lose any. You know what I'm saying? Um, you look at these names, it's a who's who. We all recognize the names. We all appreciate the names. And we appreciate their contributions. You're looking at former WWE champions, former NWA champions, people who have made invented pay-per-views, people who have revolutionized tag team wrestling. Even on the mid-card, people who made an impression, you know, somebody like Darren Drozdov, who was one-third of the LOD. You know, like, let's call a spade a spade. We're talking about... A really sad thing you know what i'm saying um i got really emotional on my channel last week um not going to do that today but the emotions are still there it's, just, it's a tough pill to swallow um we know that we're we're born to die right but to lose our heroes you know it's just a tough thing so once again you know sleep in peace to all these amazing people who have given us so much joy and happiness over television screens for all of our lives. And um, just as importantly, condolences and prayers for strength to their families because they're the ones who are really suffering right now. So um, you just gotta be strong and just pray that this, seems like this avalanche that we've been dealing with slows down a little bit. 
Yeah, um, and add Bob Barker to that. Thank you, Matt Lopez. Uh, Bob Barker, to me, is one of my favorite raw, uh, what was it called, the guest, guest GM? I don't know what you would call them. I can't remember what the title they gave them back then was. Um, but they would have guests come in, and they'd be like the general manager, make matches. Bob Barker's episode was probably one of the better ones where you would think this guy's worked in front of live people for 50 years. He crushed it, and everybody thought he would be horrible because of his age. He crushed it. And, um, yeah, so RIP to Bob Barker and uh, also one of my favorite scenes, Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong. <laughs> and he starts wailing on him. What a classic, classic movie, man. Um, yeah. A weird shout out, but it'll make sense in a second. Shout out to Drew Carey. Drew Carey, when he took over um, Price is Right, he, the first thing he said when he took over Price is Right is that I will never, ever be Bob Barker. And, and to me, when you when you pay homage and respect to somebody like that, that means the world. That's the reason why I continued watching The Price is Right when I was home from work, that is. Because this dude showed respect. And that's what it's all about. We got to pay respect and homage to the legends. Um, Michael Cole will always say, I'm, just, I'm going off on a tangent here, but Michael Cole is very hesitant to receive those accolades from, from, um, from Corey Graves about being the greatest of all time because he... He believes that Jim Ross is the greatest of all time. So to me, that's what it's all about. So to bring it back home, RIP Bob Barker, RIP to all these legends, um, and again, condolences to all their families. Right. Um, McKinney's yelling at me, no NXT slander, please. It's fire. I'll say parts of it are enjoyable for NXT. I guess you could NXT. say the same thing for other companies. NXT is fire? NXT is a... A little bit of a minor burning bush. It's not. It's, on, it's not. It's not on fire. It's. It's better. It's better. Yeah. Then when it first started with the two yeah. but it's better. But it's still getting there. Yeah. Um. But it, it's. It's doing what it's designed to do now. So we'll see. Like I said, I do like Carmelo Hayes and a bunch of other people. So I respect it. Um. Derek said Bray hit just as hard as Eddie. Yeah, that was a tough one. I know for you in uh, Pro Wrestling Shoot, I know how big of fans you guys are and Casey and a bunch of people come in here. Uh, I'll always remember when uh, Bob put them boots to happy. <laughs> yes. October 1st is Soraya's Nightmare. Yeah. Bob Barker was your favorite guest GM, not Jeremy Piven. Still waiting for Summerfest. Come on. Come on. Cole great as what? <laughs> well, that's some that's, people that's, that's Corey Graves' opinion. Yeah, yeah, some people are gonna start saying that he, the time has passed and they're gonna start saying it. JR won't even say he's the best, he'll say it's Gordon Soley. Yes, exactly. It all depends on preference for announcers. Uh, NXT hasn't been the same in a while. Michael Cole is horrible, him and his enunciation of W. Jericho says W, W, E. <laughs> Bob Barker and Jericho face off was funny AF. Yes. Did you guys watch Emergence? Yes, Joel. We just talked about Emergence. Talk about Great it. show, man. It was good. I really, really enjoyed the uh, women's championship match for the knockouts championship. I recommend those. Watch Trinity and go back and watch Deanna Perrazzo's match. And I actually really like the tag title match, too, with the. Uh, the Rascals and Subculture. Subculture's been really good, I think, over there. Two hours of NXT or three hours of Raw. Ooh, don't make me pick. You know what? Don't make I me pick. pick. 
that that McKinney may have never made a better point, and he's made a lot of good ones. I'll take two hours yes, of NXT over three hours of Raw. Sorry about that. I'll take that's two back. hours over three hours of Raw. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, that was Sean's assistant helping us out here. <laughs> um, uh, NXT. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Sorry. Busy doing work while listening. Listen. You got to make them duckets, Joel. I get I it. Apologize for it, brother. I get it. Listen, I'll bring up Impact anytime I can on here. You know, people probably hated some of them, but I listen, it's a good show. Give them a chance. In my Michael Cole voice, it's a happening. Yeah, that one, and I forgot. He said something the other day that I kept repeating. Does he always say, like, this is unbelievable? He says something like that. I was like, dude, how annoying. Like, I listened to, like, clips of him, and he said that in all, every clip. I don't know, but what I will I will say is this. Michael Cole will never go down as the greatest announcer of all time to me. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer just by default. But he does have a Hall of Fame comment. 1999, the Royal Rumble, when The Rock hit Mick Foley with like 11 steel chairs. The Rock makes me sick! <laughs> that was great! He was Crazy. so upset. <laughs> I did not see anybody pick three hours of Raw when uh, McKinney put that up. So that Everybody is a challenge. Raw. raw is tr- Don't get me started, Conrad. Jeez. No Lara in the chat. What's good, no? Uh, hope Soraya enjoys this championship win in her uh, homecoming because she's going to lose it in Chicago. Mm. Woo. Mm. Okay. Definitely hate it. Impact is better than anything WWE puts out, Jocelyn said. Woo. Not, you know what? As far as weekly television, I agree, Jocelyn. As far as weekly television, yep. Impact is well written. It doesn't have the production values that WWE does, but it's very well written. Uh, Joel said, what's the main event going to be for All Out? Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, Bring God. back Moro. I would love to see Moro back in wrestling facts, again. Quilly, Quilly, facts. Facts on facts. I'm sick of him in the word vintage. Vintage Orton. Shut up. I agree. Uh, Pro wrestling shoot put the thumbs down. I'll take 45 minutes to an hour of my universe mode in 2K. Better than <laughs> most of you. Obi Wan, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, The Rock makes me sick, man. Cena is coming back to WWE for two months, but where's The Rock? Mm. Well, Cena's going to get criticized for this, too, unless he's the tester. John Cena is coming back, technically. But I think a lot of people are going to be mad from Hollywood that, oh, you went back to wrestling even though we're on strike. What are you doing? So this might test the waters for before. Rock, Rock ain't going to do something first. Rock's going to let someone else do it and then say, did it work? All right, I'm about to do it then. All right, I can do this. But you, you, get, but you know what I'm saying. He, he knows his value. He knows his worth. He's not going to just Dwayne, randomly show up Dwayne, and do that. Dwayne does know his worth. No. No, it's good, man. It's it. We'll see. Maybe we get Batista back. Who knows? Um, no, I don't want to sing Rollins' theme. Somebody said rumors that Moro might be part of the new women's Joshi Pro Wrestling Company being based in NYC. Uh, we'll have to keep our eyes on that and uh, do some reporting. Let's. Oh, let me bring this up too. By the way, we're gonna. I, I wanted to show some love. We were talking about all the legends. Just great pictures this week with Jay Briscoe being honored. This is from Dax's uh, Twitter page. I don't know. Is it still Twitter? X, whatever you want to call it. CM Punk holding up the Terry Funk Forever sign. Uh, good feuds that Punk had with him in Ring of Honor and on the Indies. 
EC3 became the NWA champion uh, in his match against Tyrus. Tyrus has to retire. All right, let us celebrate <laughs> that uh, this run is over. I, I hope the NWA can get some steam back is what I'm saying. I saw some championships change hands. Um, they got to get it together, though, Sean. Do you remember how you felt when you heard the into the fire? It felt so different than what NWA is now, and they've lost that steam, and I want them to get that back. They have, and it's, it's unfortunate because they were really starting to roll for a little bit of, little bit of time. Yeah, then AEW came in and scooped up anyone that was free. So get it together, NWA. This could be your turnaround here. Um, also, Victory Road, Impact Episode 1000. We will also have uh, the reuniting of Team 3D. I don't think we're allowed to call them the other name. So that's going to be happening. If you're in White Plains, New York, show them some love here. Get to tickets at Ticketmaster. I don't get paid by them as well. Promise. Um, and Jordan Grace has rumored to sign a new deal, according to at Wrestling Covers, who put that up from PW Insider. So, good stuff. Good pickup. I don't know where the boys are with these signings. They're sleeping, I guess. I don't know. But what I'm really here to hear about is Sean and All In. Hmm. The show finally has happened. The card is here. Uh, me and Sean didn't get to, to butt heads too much about this. So let's hear it, Sean. What did you think of All In? Was it better? Let me ask this. Let me moderate this a little bit for the fans. Chat, same question for you. Did All In deliver better than you expected based on what you saw the card was? Yes. That's it? That's a, you're not going to give me more than just a yes? Dramatic pause. Um, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It was... <laughs> Was <laughs> that was good? <laughs> um, first of all, I like Tyrants, but anyway, um, shout out to Vinny, too, who just joined us. Don't be sorry for being late, you're here. I'm happy you're here. God bless you, too, Vinny. Um, it was a B, plus. it was a B, plus. it was a C card, and it was a B, plus, and it was a B, plus, um, show. Um, this needed to be the greatest card in the history of professional wrestling that they could put together. And it did not deliver. It did not deliver. I, I to me. Wait, wait, what didn't deliver? You got to well, be very specific in your wording. I'll, I'll be specific. When you, see, you can't say something to me and then take it back afterwards. I'm not going to allow you to do that. AEW told us this was the biggest event in pro wrestling history. Don't say that. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Because when you say that, it better be the biggest show in professional wrestling history. And they fell short. And at the end of the day, when you fall short by saying it's the greatest match or the greatest card in professional wrestling history, and it doesn't do that, that's when amazing matches, notice I'm using the word amazing, amazing matches like Jericho and Osprey, amazing matches like MJF and Adam Cole, that's when somebody like me who looks through 
I told you so goggles says, well, that was awesome. And maybe if you didn't run your stupid mouths and say it was the biggest card and biggest event in wrestling history, maybe I wouldn't feel the way I feel. But you told me it was the biggest card in history and it wasn't. So when you don't deliver on what you say you're going to deliver, you're going to get a B plus. Where you probably shouldn't where where you probably should have gotten an A plus. It was not the biggest just by definition alone, Conrad. If you're calling it the biggest show in history and it's not the biggest show in history, that means you failed. Just by definition, I'm not going too deep into this. I'm not getting too theoretical or or philosophical or, you know, I'm not. He took the words right from what I was going to make a joke about. Right, that, was, that was a bunch of garbage too, right? That was a bunch of garbage. That doesn't it was a line to sell a match. I didn't take him serious when they were saying that but, either. But I, but I took this serious. And, and maybe I'm in the minority. I took this serious. I took No, that- actually... Uh, I feel like a lot of people are agreeing with what I what I'm going to argue here in a second, saying that it did deliver. But I have a lot of people also. Uh, where was it? Ray. Ray agreed with you though. He said yes for what the card was. B plus. Thank you, Ray. So I mean, I, like I said, you you just can't. You know what? This is going to be the greatest ice cream sundae you've ever had in your life. I'm about to give you the best ice cream sundae you've ever had. In your entire life, there will never be an ice cream sundae more delicious than the ice cream sundae I'm about. And then you eat it. And it's good. It's really good. But it's not the greatest. That means you didn't deliver. But, Sean, let's say there's no bananas. Right. You don't have bananas for your sundae now. Right. Let's say there's no uh, chocolate. There's no chocolate syrup to put on this sundae. Mm-hmm. Oh, and last second, there's there's like enough of a half a squirt of whipped cream. Right. That's what AEW was presented with, though. This is see, this is I'm I'm allowing to, them to adjust for these changes. Mm-hmm. Some of them were ridiculous things that they should have been able to change. More on that in a moment. Right. But I, I felt for them in this. Like you couldn't do everything you wanted. The card wasn't structured. And I don't know if you listen to Tony Khan's interviews. It's one of the more interesting things I like to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, during the week like leading up to the show, Tony Khan seemed annoyed of the changes that he had to keep making to the card. Remember, A.R. Fox was supposed to be in the coffin match. Ray Phoenix was supposed to be in the uh, stadium stampede. Stadium stampede. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff got changed at the last minute on him because of issues that are outside of his control. And I can tell you guys that some of that stuff, anything dealing with visas, passports, and things like that, that's the rumor why Wardlow's been out because someone broke into his car and that that sucks for him. He can't he's not making any extra money by sitting at home. He's not selling t-shirts sitting at home because someone went and took everything out of his car, out of his rental, and now he doesn't have a passport. Well, I can't build you up on this show because you can't go to Europe. Like yeah, it's oh, over. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah, so that stuff sucks that you're you're forced into these situations like that. Um just just annoying. Uh, I'm going with Quills. Quills said AEW All In was a fantastic show from zero hour all the way to the main show, in my opinion. WWE Take Notes is how you put on a wrestling event. 
I respect you, Quilly, but I disagree. I mean, I disagree as far as like the word fantastic. It was good. It was really good, but it wasn't fantastic. But I, I respect your opinion. Sean, so let me put it. I want to put this up. I have the order of the card and everything. I loved how they paced this show in the order that they did it. They did your two matches. They had pre-show stuff, things that, okay, Jeff Jarrett came out there. You got the pop from local people. Cool. You did that stuff. You did a contract signing with Miro and Hobbs. Cool. Hobbs looked like a star, actually, in that. I really liked that segment, at least how his look was, how he came off. Well done. Then you start off with the tag team. People were loud. They were going crazy. People are still filing in. You had Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole. Boom. They get They get it done. You get a little bit of like a hardcore match with Perry and Hook. Fine, get your little ECW match out of the way. You had um, Mercedes Monet pop up at the middle of the show. More on this also. Very that was to tell people that was tell people to buy when we were talking about it yesterday, Sean. That was is she gonna wrestle? Is she gonna show up? Maybe you should buy it and see what is she here doing? What's she here to watch? And they they told the story. Then you start off things with Punk and Joe, and I was waiting for. When you when you watch the pay per view card, Sean, do you wait for like the moment of the cool down match? I always call it okay. What match is about to like cool things off for a second? I felt like there was no cool down match ever in this. I was well, like, the elite, the elite, the trios match was a cool down match. I didn't, I didn't take it that way because okay. they 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 were going crazy too. Kenny Omega, the, you saw how it ended. V triggers all over the place. They were going nuts. You got Juice Robinson barking like a dog in the entrance. He's going nuts throughout the whole match. There was good stuff in there. Then I'm like, okay, the next match is going to cool down everything. Nope. It was this match for the tag titles. And I'm like, what is this doing on so early? I thought they were insane for it. Then. No, I just never got tired throughout the show. And I didn't want to miss anything. Like I was like, they kept me engaged throughout the entire show. And I didn't think that was possible with this card. So I have to give them props for that. I mean, I do too. Like I said, I said it was a B plus, not a C minus. You know, like I think people need to kind of like take a take a chill pill. Like I said, it was a B plus. I got B pluses in high school. My parents were ecstatic. Okay, so it's not. It wasn't anything negative. You know, B plus means you're on the honor roll, right? Let's take it easy, right? My son comes home with B pluses. I'm a happy guy. But you're not the valedictorian. This needed to be, see, this is, maybe I need to compare it to something. This needed to be WrestleMania 3. This needed to be WrestleMania 17. This needed to be the greatest show ever. Because you you know, you know why, Conrad? You know why? Because you said it was going to be the greatest show ever. Just, why yeah. would you? Why would you pigeonhole yourself? You pigeonhole yourself. It's all selling, though. Is it? Is WrestleMania the showcase of the Immortals every year? Heck no. No, no, no. But showcase of the Immortals. No, showcase of the Immortals. <laughs> showcase of the Immortals is the tagline for WrestleMania in general. Right, and I think I think that's going to be their show. tagline. No, the biggest show in the history of wrestling. It's not going to be the tagline for all in 2024. And that number they delivered technically most paid attendance. They no, they were very smart with their wording. I, I give them credit. That's not going to be the tagline. All, WrestleMania's tagline is granddaddy of them all. 
showcase of the immortals. And yes, more than not, they don't deliver. But the greatest of wrestling, they say. But it is. And sometimes let me let me bring you down. Let me bring you uh, a little bit of um, football analogy here. Since you said Super Bowl, don't aren't there Super Bowls extinct sometimes? What do you say it again? Aren't, aren't there Super Bowls that are terrible? Yeah, it's still the Super Bowl. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling, and sometimes they're bad Super Bowls. When the 49ers beat the beat the Denver Broncos, that's I'm showing my age here. Um, 55 to 10, it was still the Super Bowl. It was a bad Super Bowl, but it was still the Super Bowl. Exactly. Uh, Can anyone honestly say this show is better pay-per-view like WrestleMania 17? Like, that's the standard if you're calling it the biggest event. That's exactly what I'm saying. Thank you, Vinny. That's what I'm saying. You pigeonholed yourself. You pigeonholed yourself. Let me ask you this. Is this AEW's best pay-per-view no, they've ever put out? I'm sorry. I'll answer your question. And you've been doing it. You've been doing it for four months. Go ahead. I said, is this AEW's best pay-per-view? Is this Out of all the pay-per-views they've done. No. No. What pay-per-view, what pay-per-view did you enjoy more? My pay-per-view of all time for uh, AEW is still the first one. Double or nothing. Debut of Moxley, Jericho versus Omega is still the best to me. Interesting. A lot of people I've heard people say all in uh or excuse me, all out 2021. Interesting. Um <laughs> so hub, if we hadn't used the words greatest show ever, what would you rate the show then? I still would have I still would have rated it a B plus, but it would but it would have been a B plus. Matter of fact, I take that back because I see I, I now see how you worded that question. It probably would have been an A because I would have had lesser expectations. Let me ask you something, McKinney. Let me ask you something, Conrad, even though you're a married man. I'm almost whatever. Um, you, you say, you know, I say, I say, I'm your friend. Listen, Conrad, single Conrad, I'm about to introduce you to, like, the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. You're a single guy. Hypothetically, we all know Conrad's a married man. I was gonna say I already have her. Right. There you go. And that's and I like the video. Like the video. God bless your wife. She's a nice lady. Um, I'm about to introduce you to the most beautiful woman on earth. Like I kid you not, bro. I'm about to put you on, I'm about to hook you up with the baddest chick you've ever seen in your whole life. And then I introduce you, and she's cute. She's cute. She's not ugly, she's not bad looking, she's attractive. But she's not Halle Berry. She's not, you know, Megan, whatever her name is. I'm drawing a blank here. She's not the baddest female you've ever seen. Aren't you a little bit let down? Because I set the bar too high. I set the bar too high. And by the way, I see the comment that Easy is saying, and I appreciate what you're saying. Um, At the end of the day... Yes, it may have been the largest pay gate of all time, but they weren't just talking about the biggest show in terms of people. They have been saying on TV every week, this is going to be the greatest. They've used the word greatest, by the way, not just biggest. Biggest was the tagline, but they have been using greatest, most amazing pay-per-view of all time. There'll never be a pay-per-view better than this one. 
in the history of wrestling? Come on, bro. Was 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 Sunday afternoon the greatest pay-per-view in the history of wrestling? I always treat it as selling the show, though. What, WrestleMania, think of, I'm trying to think of one of these horrible ones. Go listen to WrestleMania 35, Sean. Michael Cole is going to sit there and say, this is the greatest WrestleMania that I've ever been a part of. And he's going to say it next year and the year after that and the year after that. He's going to say it again this year at WrestleMania 40. They're going to say it every time. That's just because you want the latest one to feel like it's the biggest. In reality, we're all going to sit here and debate it as wrestling fans and go through it. Pro Wrestling Shoot wants to know, what did you think this card needed, Hubs? It needed little things. It needed Mercedes Monet to make an entrance. She didn't have to wrestle. Mercedes Monet should have music, music should have hit during the, during, during the show. It should have had Daniel Bryan walk out or Brian Danielson walk out with the Blackpool Combat Club, Combat Club. It should have had more New Japan influence. They should have pulled out all the stops. And I know that sounds crazy because I say that Will Ospreay is the greatest wrestler alive today. And I say that Chris Jericho is a Mount Rushmore guy of all time. And they faced each other. And I was thrilled by that. But it wasn't enough. You got, it wasn't enough. It was, this was supposed to be, listen, man, listen, man, you can't tell me about a show six months in advance. And then, but Sean, look at Denver to see in the Super Bowl. It was a bad, uh, it was, was it a bad Super Bowl? Not if you like the, no, 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 no. That's not the point, Obi-Wan. I hear what you're no, saying. But, no, no, I, original Biggie's point is that even though you may not like a WrestleMania or a show, someone likes it because of whatever that reason may be. You may say this show had great character work because there were turns, things like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get I get his analogy I, there. My response to that is, but you, if you build that, if you build something as the greatest ever, the biggest ever, the most spectacular ever, and all those, uh, all that vernacular has been used over the past six months, and then, the, the, and there's, look, there's so many aspects of this show that went lacking. First of all, the build for it was terrible. Terrible. They did a terrible job building for this pay-per-view. Number two, like I said, Mercedes Monet sitting in the crowd instead of, first of all, just turn off all the lights and have her music hit. The crowd's going to go freaking insane. Just little things, little things. Everybody should have all hands, okay. All hands on deck. All hands on deck for a show like this. All hands on deck. And I don't think all hands are on deck. I don't. And I and I but think if he doesn't work for you either, though. You're gonna be going through your partner. Does your partner really want their top star on your show? You know what I mean? No, no way in the world she's there in the crowd, but she couldn't have walked down the aisle. No way in the world. I don't care if you put her in a cart like an old school WWE cart from WrestleMania six. I don't care. Have her in Sean, you were suggesting a lot of people in boots and cats go out there, though. Dan yes, I doing no yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I don't care, bro. I don't care. You do everything you freaking can, bro. You do everything you can. This, you want to say this is the biggest paper. For the love of God, they actually use the word WrestleMania in the ring on Dynamite. Chris Jericho said this is bigger than WrestleMania. Like, you can't say things like that and not, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Yeah. Well, listen, listen. It's all opinion. It's all opinion. Um, 
Derek's question to people in the chat, was it possible to do some of these things? I don't know. I don't know if you could do some of these things. Like I said, if Danielson came out there in the cast, someone would have said, well, why can't he fight? It's not like you can mess up your arm anymore. Yes, you can. Setting the bar that high, I'm looking to be disappointed because you oversold it. But if she's cute, I'm not. Bro, but you're not over the moon. I set you up to go out with Halle Berry and you're just going out with like, and I'm not going to name anybody because it's going to be disrespectful. Like, at the end of the day, like, don't say you're going to introduce me to Halle Berry and then introduce me to somebody that's not Halle Berry. Naturally, as a human, you're going to be somewhat disappointed. I'm going to turn into Brian Kendrick and watch All Out, especially if seeing him. <laughs> it's, like when Roman versus, it's like when Roman versus Brock being the biggest WrestleMania. Thank you. It underwhelmed and I'm big Roman. Thank you, Vinny. Like, Vinny's the only one that's feeling me right now. Vinny and, 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 and the gentleman earlier i'm scrolling up and ray, ray they're the only i mean it's like come on man you can't be am i the only one that doesn't want to be delivered what they say they're gonna de- say they're gonna be delivered i ordered a pepperoni pizza you bought me a pizza with sausage it doesn't matter how good the sausage pizza is i ordered pepperoni like what are we doing here bro you said it was gonna be the greatest night in wrestling history i i like i said I can't tell you that there's a match on here that I'm like, it was okay. It was all right. I thought everybody did pretty good. Tony Khan came up out them pockets, too, for themes and stuff. I couldn't believe he paid Queen that money for Soraya. Uh, He did God Save the Queen for Tony Storm. Fozzie got to perform in front of 80,000-plus people. Put that down in your calendar. (laughs) Put that down. Fozzie, baby. Um, what was your match of the night then? Before we get off of this, match of the night was Osprey and Jericho. Really, you love that one a lot. I'm a huge, I'm, I'm partial. But, I'm a huge Osprey fan. But I think that you could argue a couple matches were match of the night, and that's coming from me too. Like I'm like, ooh, you could say that one. I think you could even. I can see people arguing MJF and Cole. Um, look at, I love the coffin match too. I thought that was really good. Sting coming out to Metallica, bro. Tell me you didn't lose it for the WCW theme a little bit. Yeah, I I was surprised. I love the little video they did too for them before that. Uh, FTR and the Bucks. Did you think that delivered? Delivered in what way? Like, was it a good match? Yeah. Yeah. It was a good match. I wish the build was a little bit more for them, but I felt like they... What more could you say though? Like they've talked enough oh, mess Vinny, to each Vinny, other. Thank you. Like Vinny and Vinny and Ray are the only ones that are feeling me. Like, bro, like this Was is there an- any match that we consider an all time classic? But Vinny, oh. in today's structure of wrestling, the these matches today are ten times better than the matches we were getting twenty years ago. But don't tell me it's gonna be the greatest pay per view of all time. And by the way, easy E. This is why I love you, bro. I know you're super sarcastic. When I say turn the lights out, I'm not. Come on, bro. Kiss Cam Tees. Stop. Be be real. When I say, well, I guess he, I guess he's saying, what did you want her to do when she came out? Then what I'm saying she is that she, I don't care if she makes the announcement of the women's match. You're telling me Mercedes Monet couldn't could introduce the women's match? Do whatever you can do to play that music. I want to hear crisscross. I want to hear crisscross in front of eighty thousand people. That's what I want. I don't want to see Mercedes Monet sitting in the crowd doing the scissor thing. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, come on, it's, bro. Like, you said it's going to be the – it's, it's not Tony's choice. 
It's not Tony's choice to do that. Sweet God, like nobody. Oh my God, bro. I'm saying, do you think Tony has a choice in saying like Mercedes go out there? No, I don't uh, work for you. Do you do you honestly believe that? Well, oh my God. If if if, if, if the conversation should have been had. Period. Now, and we'll never know if that conversation was ever. And, and rumor has it that she was there to speak about working with them after she's healed up. When and where that happens, I don't know. Because at the uh, end of the day, one thing I do know about this business, they're not going to throw her on the screen and say seven-time world champion and have a and have a decal ready for her to be to appear on screen. All that stuff was put together. All that stuff was predetermined. So you're telling me they couldn't have arranged for her to come to the ring? Everybody in the wrestling world knows she's hurt. Just let her music play. There's little things that make a world of difference. Little little things that may seem insignificant to some. A small change like having her sit in the crowd compared to having her music play. During, like, to, like, there's small things that make a world of difference, bro. Yeah, I just don't think you want to tease something, too, that you're not going to be able to deliver on. Like, oh, she's here. She's AEW. She's but not. You, but you already did. You already did. Now, we can agree to disagree. You don't think they already did? Now you're telling me that they okay. So you're saying it, they would be teasing something, possibly teasing something that they can't really deliver, maybe by letting her come to the ring, compared to her sitting in the crowd. But they had you could do that. But that's the NXT tease. That's what I'm saying. Your fan base is the old NXT fans. When is, when is there ever been an NXT tease that didn't come to fruition? It's going to come to fruition later, but not right now. Not not to, not next week on Dynamite. You're gonna. It's not gonna be like here's Mercedes Monet. She's here. She's not gonna be here next week. She's not gonna be here in two weeks. I don't know when she's healing up. Um, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to how the character, the structure, and how you present yourself for them. Uh, Derek asked the same thing I was saying. What if she doesn't want to go through it, though? You got to ask them. It's up to them to say yes or no. That's true. Cause right. New and, Japan... and, none of us, and none of us will ever know if that was a question that was on the table. Yeah, and New Japan might say no because they're like, yo, we invested a lot of money in her. Like, we right. paid great deals, right. so no, I don't want out, her out there. If it ever comes out that Tony Khan asked her to make a ring appearance and she said no, then I'll, then I'll eat my words, but we'll never know that. Yeah, he's not going to say that. Osprey and Jericho wasn't the best match on the card. The uh, last takeover uh, was it, wait, was it the best match in the last takeover? PLE. Osprey, Osprey delivered, man. That was a good match. E, I thought so. What did I just say, Sean? Before the show started, my famous phrase. No, no, right here. You just said it though. Wrestling is subjective. You'll never get everyone who has the same feelings about an event. I still believe WrestleMania is the. You're one of those guys. WrestleMania 19 was the greatest ever. Woo! It's my second favorite, WrestleMania 19. Uh, I, I still love 17. 17 is my favorite of all time for the Mania shows. Sean, I agree with you on the Mercedes Monet and Brian Danson points. Those could be little tidbits in surprising attention to detail. Thank you, Quilly. That's all I'm saying. Minor details, man. Minor details. I, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just trying to, when you present it, I'm like, well, how would you use them? What could you do with them? What, that what, would I'm, be... what, I'm, what, I'm, saying, what I'm saying in its most purest form is this. You build this and I'm, I'm the word. The tagline was biggest, but they have used greatest. They have used the words WrestleMania, and they have used the words most amazing to describe this pay per view over the last six months. Am I am I mistaken in that, Conrad? Uh, those words were said. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. So, 
when you use those words, that heightens the level of anticipation. That heightens the level of anticipation. And when you heighten the level of anticipation, and then you don't deliver on that level, sometimes something that's great might only taste good because you said it was going to be great. Does that make any sense? I hear you. I, I, I respect your opinion. I don't I have an issue with opinion. I respect, But I'm asking you if it makes sense. Anticipate. Yeah, telling, telling me I'm about, you're about to give me, uh, obviously I'm a, I'm a big guy, I like my food, right? <laughs> telling you're, me you're about to give me the best burger I've ever tasted. And then it's a good burger, but it's not the greatest burger I've ever tasted. It's going to be a disappointment, even though it's good. I never said the pay-per-view was crap. I gave it a B plus. I just think you, I, I was like, but you knew going in what it was going to be. So you were kind of like, I felt like you would know, like, okay, this is no, what the car is going to be. But it, it severely disappointed me as it related to the level of surprise. There almost, were there any surprises last night? Besides Mercedes Monet and the crowd, no, but that was one of the things I applauded them for because every show they used to always have a surprise, and I don't want them to fall into the ECW trap of, okay, okay, I have to have Jim Cornette or Jerry Lawler show up. Like, why? Why do you need to do that? Um, McKinney, I see what he's saying. I see what you're saying. They had visa issues. Same thing that I mentioned before about all the issues that came up with the card as well. I get it. It's tough to book, man. It's not a video game. Where everybody's always good and you can just plug them in. I I hear it, McKinney. Uh, <laughs> I love that. When you got that contract, and believe there was a contract for Mercedes Monet to be there. I'm just kind of running with that example. As soon as that contract got signed, or before the contract got signed, rather, what is the most you can do, Mercedes? I need to know how much you can walk. I need to know how much you can talk. What is the absolute? Well, you know, I, I can probably make it to the ring, but can I get like one? Can I get like a, a, a SUV like when I came out of NXT? Whatever you need. Whatever they gave Jack Perry a freaking car. Is it time to get into that? Yeah, that's a good segue. <laughs> Chat is about to get live. It's about to there get we live. Go. Now that's good radio, right? Yeah, so Jack Perry wrestled Hook in his match, and during that match, I couldn't find a good picture of it that looked clear. They were all very fuzzy, and I didn't want to uh, hurt the quality of the show. Because the quality of them pictures hurt my eyes. So Jack Perry comes out, and he was uh, in some car. I don't know what it was. Don't ask me. Not a big car guy. And he knocked on it, and he said, look, real glass. Me and Sean have addressed this about Jack Perry saying he wanted to use real glass with CM Punk on Collision. Remember, all those stories just popped up weeks ago. You know, he's been a problem since he came back, CM Punk. That evil, evil man. How could he? How could he? So Jack Perry made this comment. He knew the camera would be right there. Perfect time. Got in a shot. By the way, first move that got done on the car, Jack Perry sliced open instantly. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would you do that? Matt Hardy co-signs it on Twitter saying, wow, that's real glass or whatever he put and liked his tweet. And I was like, here we go. Here they go. The little click stuff, but I don't contribute to this. I love pro wrestling. I'm not part of this mess. You keep sucking up to your friends and tell me it ain't obvious, bro. 
All right, family. Anyway, so the match is over. Hook wins. He choked him out with the red rum. You know what that spells backwards. Yep. And he goes backstage. Little did he know he might be preparing to get choked out again because Jack Perry runs into CM Punk. And there's two sides to this story. Me and Sean went back and forth. The original story was Punk side. There's a Jack Perry side. Um, they they got into with they got into it with each other. Some words were exchanged. Someone said Punk threw a punch. Some people are saying Punk didn't throw a punch. Uh, and Jack Perry was yeah, technically, I guess, choked until security had to go backstage to break it up again. And this is the position where we find ourselves in with this. Chat, I want to hear what you have to say. Me and Sean have talked. I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm about to say, but it, it, let it out. And shout out to uh, McKinney for writing, bruv. <laughs> bruv. <laughs> um, my stance is the same. Uh, look, let me go on record. I don't dislike Phil Brooks. I don't dislike CM Punk. My whole stance has been the same since day one. I, by nature, I'm a lot better now. Christian man, trying to write and be calm, okay? But by nature, I'm a volatile person. I fought a lot in school. I get mad. I don't take crap from people. So I am more like CM Punk than you can probably even imagine. And Conrad's a witness to this because Conrad has seen me off of the air and have heard me talk. So like, I'm more like CM Punk than I'm like a Jack Perry. My only stance, and chat, I just beg you to indulge me in this, please. My only stance on this is CM Punk, Jack Perry. Maybe not even on the screen. Jack Perry. Just walk away, bro. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know Jack Perry started it, allegedly. I know Jack Perry's been acting like a little punk, allegedly. But you're CM Punk. My only stance is CM Punk. Don't risk your career for this loot. Like, just walk away, bro. That's my whole stance. That's always been my whole stance. Just walk away, please. You're, we need you in the world of professional wrestling, and we don't want to lose you again over some bull crap. Just walk away. That's my whole stance. That's it. I can respect that. I can, That was much better than the conversation we had yesterday. I said the same thing. Kind of. So okay. <laughs> we, we, we had a mini show yesterday, <laughs> me him and Rob talking. So this is interesting i'm trying to keep up with all the happenings with this um there's a lot though there's a lot going on with this with the little side stories and everything else uh big shout out to the person i was arguing with on twitter you guys can go check my replies if you want to see somebody was arguing with me about the whole thing and i said yeah maybe it would have been better not to say anything into the camera once again we start talking about who started stuff with cm punk why on earth did jack perry do that why on earth did Yo, I almost said Nick Namath's brother again. <laughs> Why did the Hollywood hunk do what he did? And then he folded when it was time to say something to Punk. Jack Perry thought he was being tough. And listen, sometimes you mess around and you find out. 
Stop poking the bear. Cedar okay. Punk has shown I will throw hands if we need to throw hands. Back up off me. Don't get in my face. If Punk wanted to beat him up, Sean, wouldn't he have beat him up on collision when he told him don't go through the glass? If Punk really had a problem with him? So at this point, I don't know what needs to happen, but I'm going to give my stance on this now. And this is how I feel about the overall thing. Do I wish CM Punk had walked away? Yes. For the sake of me as a fan. Just stop, bro, because I don't want you to do this because this puts you in a position to you're going to want to quit. You're going to want to leave. You're tired of this. And I get it. This is a hostile work environment for him, too. It's not just the elite getting beat up. Why would CM Punk want to stay here if he has to be put on an island? Ace Steel's not allowed to come to work. I don't want you here. You can't be here. The elite don't, don't want this. They don't want that. If you're not in this clique, you're not going to get anything. Bad image for people you want to sign as free agents later. I'm telling you, watch this stuff. But this comes down to Tony Khan. You have to do something. There's no more of this. Okay, we're going to keep them separated two shows. It's over, bro. You tell them, and he had the leverage before they signed those contracts. That's when he could have made the sit-down happen. Now he doesn't have that leverage. Now he's got money he's looking at. Do I want to flush this money down the drain? $5 million from CM Punk is a lot of money to flush. You don't want to give that up. He brings you revenue. He brings you sales. I'm pretty sure you're winning on that deal. I'm pretty sure of it. Then you have the elite. Without question. But then you have the elite who are ganging up on one side. They are doing, um, you know who I'm talking, we hold up the shirt. You know whose crew it is. It's the click. You know what they did. Sean Razor, Diesel, uh, one, two, three, kid, and all them stuck together. They went in the office. They're like, "Yo, we're picking who we work with." Kids, the measuring stick. Sean and myself are the Intercontinental Champ. Diesel's your World Champ. We're running it. Let's go. And Hunter's the new guy that we're taking with us first. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean? They took. They looked out for who they had. The Elite are doing the exact same thing. I don't know what you do, but if you're Tony Khan, there's no more questions being asked. Everyone's about to sit down in a room. This is over this is it if a fight breaks out everyone pull them apart i'm done with this conversation if you have a beef with cm punk get in this room now and let's talk about it punk's at the end of the table someone's at the other end legal sitting there tony khan sitting there whomever his new general manager that he needs to hire if he doesn't want to do this stuff is sitting there and you work this out i'm over this dude he has to do something you can't just play this game anymore well, I mean, this just ties into what I've been saying from the start, and that's the one thing we have agreed on about this CM Punk situation, that Tony Khan's an issue. We all like Tony Khan. As a, I respect you too, uh, PWS. We all understand that, that that there's an issue with CM Punk as it relates to his, his, um, his temper, but he's being pushed. He's being stuck with a sharp stick, and it's not fair to him. It's not fair to him to continue to be prodded and continue to be goaded. It's, it's just wrong, and Tony Khan needs to do something about it. John, let me put it like this. I don't know who you would want to compare CM Punk to from other locker rooms. I can't even think of someone. I'm Wrestling's the closest thing I could think of right now. If Punk is your taker, whatever you want to call it, you think anyone would do this to The Undertaker? I no. mean it. Like, if Taker had a beef with them and they were like, I'm going to Sean, do you think the click would do this? No. Absolutely. Why not? Why not? They have more power. They could probably do it. Why can't they? They're in the creative oh. meetings. Yeah, I'm not going to give Vince much credit, but somebody. But he, Vince, Vince would never let you mess with him. He would have handled it, right? 
And that's the situation that they need to be in for this stuff, too. Vinny says it. Kai needs to put his foot down and remind them the boys who's cutting the checks. This is all elite elementary at this point. That's a good one. That's a good one, actually. Um, Jack Perry and CM Punk allegedly won't be at All Out. Yes, I heard a suspension might have been levied already, saying that, yeah, you guys won't be around. So there we go. There's your Chicago show. Brawl for all. FFS Tony Book It. Here we go. Um, just have a camera crew follow Punk everywhere. Good TV series. <laughs> McKinney oh, says oh, in caps. What you got, Sean? No, no, go. Read the comment, bro. Read the comment. McKinney says, bruv, I'm officially sick and tired of the backstage drama and effing Phil. See what you put there? This is why I get mad. But do you see what I'm saying, Sean? Just watch the, li- the linguistics. I watch how stuff is written. F and Phil and AEW just put on the greatest show and it's overshadowed by news in the news by drama. You could call it the best drama. Matt Hardy and Jack Perry. Corny, he says. The older punk gets, the harder it is for him to be the bigger man, and I just don't understand why, BJ says. The key word is allegedly. Why can't we have one show go without controversy? Derek says Jack Perry is a bum. He said cry me a river. He did say that as well. Um... And Matt Lopez said Jack's probably the one crying now. Uh, I'm so over all this drama. I love Punk, love the Elite, but after the past week we uh, with the loss of two inspirations, let's just do what we love at this point. TK needs to stop it. Because people respect Taker. I have arguments about that, but I'll save that for another time. Uh, I've seen Brock Lesnar. Okay. Nice. Uh, what have should have been the takeaway from this and what All Out will look instead of another fight of a big pay-per-view. They're all and imagine they're all they would all be under the same roof again. The next pay-per-view, if that's gonna happen. Original Biggie says he's gonna cry in the car. Sean, what do you do, man? You're Tony Khan. What do you do? You got your big pay-per-view here. Are you about to fumble the bag for Jack Perry? Or are you gonna say, yo, I don't care about this. This needs to be he says there's an investigation going on. Are you going to have that wrapped up, you think, before this show in a week? You need him for collision. Look, here, here, here's the bottom line. I, I know we have a lot of fun. You want to go back to Jay Uso and my craziness about that or even my stuff earlier about All In, but this is serious. This is serious. This is real life. Tony Khan, I like Tony Khan. Don't know him personally. I like what I've seen of Tony Khan. Tony Khan has shown himself to be a true fan. He reminds me of the owner of the New York Mets. I'm a New York Mets fan. Um, The owner of the New York Mets, the billionaire who loves the Mets, and he's willing to do anything he can for the Mets. Lately, he's throwing in the towel, but that's another story for another day. But last year, he made the New York Mets the highest paid team in all of baseball because he wants to see the Mets do well, because he's a fan of the New York Mets, and he wants to see the Mets do well. Tony Khan is a fan of AEW. AEW is his baby. I don't dispute that. I know Tony Khan loves his company. I know Tony Khan loves wrestling. And I know he wants what's best for his company and his employees. But he's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. He's the problem. And the problem is that he's not being a boss. He's not being a boss, guys. And, and, and it's really unfortunate because it's a situation where he's, it's really getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. CM Punk is not 
to blame for all this stuff. Jack Perry is not to blame for all this stuff. Jack Perry's probably the blame for what happened yesterday. But whether it's the elite, whether it's Jack Perry, whether it's CM Punk, whether it's uh, whoever, Adam Page, the list goes on and on and on and on. It's always some kind of excuse. We're looking into it. There's going to be an investigation. We're having our guys take a look. We're reviewing the tape. We're getting statements. Enough is enough. Stand up, be a boss, and let it be known that you're not going to tolerate this bullcrap in your company. This is ridiculous. This should not even be talked about. Whether I call it a B-plus show or you guys call it an A show, we all agree it was a spectacular event last night. And we're talking about some BS in the locker room. I don't blame anybody more than I blame Tony Khan. And that pains me because I like him. But he needs to do something because it's his freaking company, Conrad. I agree. I don't care if the message is to send Jack Perry home for a month. Then that's the message. Set You need to set people straight. And I think Jack Perry is a star of that level to where Brandon Cutler will then know you better not. You better not. Because these guys, you can't keep poking this dude. Like, eventually you snap, I said that right? earlier, Conrad. I said that. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. They can't keep saying, like, yeah, way to do this, way to do that. Like, don't don't accuse but, people of stuff. Uh, I don't want to cut you off. But at the same time, I'm sticking to my original words, though. They're being little punks by trying to poke at them. But CM Punk has to realize that's what's going on. And he needs to learn how to ignore and walk away. That's also that's CM Punk's bad to hold as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and how did all this not happen in front of Tony if Punk's preparing to be the first match? Right, too shit. That's another thing. And I feel bad for Joe. Joe. Samoa Joe didn't do nothing wrong in this situation. And I get it. People are like, yo, this is supposed to be our biggest show, and people should be talking about the coffin match that was great. The, all the stuff we talked about before. Whether you thought it was a B-plus show or an A-plus show, it doesn't matter at this point. It was We're not match. talking about the show. Right. We're right. talking about garbage. This is the same thing that was said before. Hold on, we're getting to some more comments. I got one I'm about to argue with. I see you. Uh, now, All Out is a week away. Now your biggest star is suspended for an altercation. What else could happen in the next six days to ruin the show? This won't get any buys if you ask me. I, I don't see how he keeps Punk off this show if he wants to sell it. I'm being truthful. Not in Chicago. That arena, moved, that, that arena moved a bunch of tickets since then, too. And you're in the United Center. This ain't uh, the Now Arena. You're in the United Center where the Bulls play. You can't play around with this. Uh, Joel says CM Punk is a cancer. I didn't know his birthday was in July because I know we ain't saying this about CM Punk. I know you don't like that. (laughs) You know I had to get on my horse about this. Joel, who started this? Who started this? We're fumbling the bag for Colt Cabana. Think about this, people. Think. Think. Just give me one second of your time and literally just be like, you know what? Let me just think what Conrad's saying here. Cole Cabana was, we we got to have him on TV. He wasn't on TV to begin with. Right. Why? Okay. Then CM Punk makes a statement about two African-American women walking out on the WWE like he did. And he was like, I stand with you. I respect you. You got tired of that crap and I'm with you on it. Then you go on TV and make a joke about it saying, oh, those words, 
You say they mean something to you, but that's the last thing you've done since you've gotten here. While you were out there singing with him, while he was out there palling it up with Jungle Boy, CM Punk did nothing to make me think that he was crapping on these people in the public image. Hangman was the first one to do something where he went into business for himself. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. He should have never said that thing on TV. Because there's a rule in wrestling. Senior Punk shoots on people all the time. Yes, Sean and me can say, I can come on here, I can say, yeah, I'm going to shoot on Sean. But if I talk to Sean beforehand, that's not a shoot. A shoot is when you don't know it's coming. You get what I'm saying? A work shoot is what they do. (laughs) A shoot is when you don't know what's coming. Why would you do that, bro? That's the difference. That's the difference. And you have all these other issues with all these other things that have been going on, that have been happening, and I'm just sick of it. CM Punk didn't start this. CM Punk tried to sit down. Tony Khan didn't do anything. Hangman never got punished. Nothing happened. Then CM Punk said, this is this is where Punk gets into trouble. You're not going to do anything? Then I'm going to do something about and it because I'm not going to keep letting it. And my only criticism of CM, maybe I haven't been very clear about that, but that has been my stance from the start. I think CM Punk needs to realize that walking away. I don't think CM Punk's the problem, but CM Punk needs to learn to not allow himself to be goaded by these people. I agree. But that is the same thing, though, that has been going on from the beginning. Right. Punk, you can't blame Punk. If you're, Let's say your boss isn't doing something about an issue you have, like something serious, like the toilets are leaking every day in the bathroom after one flush. If you're not going to do something about it, I'm going to do something about it. I'm about to put a sign on the door that says, go next door to go to the bathroom. Don't flush this toilet ever. You can't use it. It's broken. Why did you do that? I pay for this bathroom. I pay for the water. You're not doing anything about it, bro. Same thing with Tony. You're not doing anything about these guys running amok. Did the EVP say anything to Hangman? How much money you want to bet what they said to him? Think, guys. How much money you want to bet? We're united when we sign our contracts. He's a performer. You're executive vice president. What do you mean you're united? What? Cut the foolery right now. If I'm Tony Khan, what are we doing here, bro? What are we? No, you're not negotiating together. You're not. You can. They can do that. But then you're not EVPs then. You guys can be best friends and negotiate together. That's the issue. CM Punk's a problem, though. (laughs) Tony sees Punk as the golden goose. You tell me who gets better ratings, the elite or CM Punk. I'll let you do I've seen the graphs. I know as a businessman who I'm picking to stay around. Go ahead. Feel free. I'll tell you who sells shirts. He needs to create some structure. He gave Tony Schiavone and all those other people those roles. Tony Schiavone called Punk over in collision. Remember the glass thing? Punk gave his opinion. Okay, you don't want to listen? Fine. That's on you. Pro wrestling shoot, loving it. They'll be chanting F Jack Perry in Chicago. They might be chanting in other places too. CM Punk isn't a cancer. He's a Scorpio. Thank you very much. Um, And it's crazy how you got all these OGs that work with Vince. Mm -hmm. We try not to give any credit. I know where you're going, but it's so hard to give that guy credit. But I know what you're trying to say, and I agree. Um. And it's crazy how you got all these OGs that worked with Vince, I'm going to say it because it's up here, a real boss, and aren't giving TK that advice on how to step up or aren't stepping into this crap or shutting it down. It's a different day and age, too. You can't do the stuff. Booker T and Batista once fought in a closet. They, They put them in a closet 
I won't let you know who walked out, supposedly, but the fight was over after that. You can't do stuff like that anymore. Tony Khan will be held liable. That's why he has to suspend people and investigate. Trust me, I know. You'll be surprised one day if you ever found out what I do. They, uh, dang, CM Punk comeback, Conrad, on that cancer comment was fire. CM Punk needs to stop acting like he's the boss. GM Punk, GM Punk. Let me stop, let me stop. But you you banished him to a show. What do you want him to do? Okay, so now he's on collision. Who do I get? You get your friends. Here's FTR. I need more people than that to wrestle. You want the Hollywood hunk? Bro, I know you're not serious right now, right? What, what are you giving them? You can't say that. Who said Brett circled jerks again while doing the super click HBK cosplay? Ryan Schmidt, I think uh, working the dirt sheets is the new kayfabe. What do you think about this being a work, Sean? If this is a work, bro, I'll, I'll, we got to come on here. and We have to come on here and eat pizza or something for dinner. I don't know. We'll have to just come on here and laugh because, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a work at this point. I mean, because it doesn't make any sense to not have CM Punk on Dynamite if it's a work. Man. Um, Unless they're planning some, some kind of invasion, but they need to hurry up with it. Doug said, M. Gomez. <laughs> yes, we, he is referred to as Gomez McMahon on here. And let's see here. Um, brother. What is good? He said, shout out to the boys. Got your subs and uh, keep up, fellas. Also, I feel sorry for Punk if I was a host, but don't be doing that like Tony. Think about your company. Uh, brother BKL, sports entertainment guy. Appreciate you coming in and leaving a comment, bro. Um, e just chimed in. He said, Hangman might be the worst promo for someone in the main event. Um, if stuttering and crying was an Olympic sport, he would def- he's definitely golden elite. Wow. Whoa. Harsh. Uh, McKinney says, I'm not saying let them fight, but Mark Henry and Paul White of all people should be shutting this ish down. Is it their place, though? Some of this stuff, too. Yo, Sean, remember what I said about Vince McMahon having influence over how people are? Right. CM Punk and them probably feel like you can't disrespect people, though. Because remember, what would Vince McMahon think of you if you are... Oh, my goodness. He still wrestles. Hold on. I'm trying to think of someone else. Oh, I don't want to say this name. I'm going to say it. I apologize for this because it's probably a bad wound for this person. But let's say there was a wrestler dating. I'm going to not say the name. Let's say there's a wrestler dating a young female, and that young female then goes off and, you know, has fun with a night out with a top star. Let's just say. You think Vince McMahon respects that other wrestler that allowed that to happen? Nope. And they end up becoming a second-rate tag team guy. Gomez McMahon. So, yeah, then you never get that opportunity again because – they don't respect you. What do you think's been beaten into CM Punk for how many years was he at WWE? Seven, eight? Five. What, more? Yeah, well, it was five. No, no, I think it might be more than that. He started in 06, right? Oh, so, so eight, eight. He's been here for like eight years. Eight years in that system. You think he's going to let people disrespect him? Not a chance. Anybody who made it to the top in that place never let someone disrespect them. You can't. Because you'll be viewed as less than. And I think that's true in the world of pro wrestling. The fans believe this stuff. Punk's money has been hurt by this. I don't care what anybody says. He he could have been selling way more shirts, way more reactions than what he has. Um, oh, five, excuse me. So more than that. So nine years he was there. No. Okay. 
Ryan Schmidt, by the way, uh, the peg warmer thing is true. I saw eight Hangman Pages action figures the other day at Walmart. Yeah, Ryan, I've, I've seen That's the same thing. CM Punk's a bad employee. A bad what? A bad employee. I'm kidding, bro. I'm kidding. No, well, I was going to say he's an independent contractor. He brings you the bread. He he is not good, though, for he could handle things better. Is what this is your whole point is true? No, I was joking around about him being a bad employee, but I'm serious about the fact he needs to learn how to walk away and just, just come on, bro, just stop for the sake of your fans, for the sake of someone else. I wish like FTR someone was there to grab him, and maybe that wasn't the situation at that time. Maybe it just hits him at the worst time, like he's by himself. What you want to do, bro? You know what I mean? And instead, he doesn't have someone that's going to help him out. Uh, giving someone the Hollywood hunk is like giving your friend the broken controller. Ah. Terrible. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's the same uh, Vince McMahon that fired the other guy since 05. Yeah. Yeah. I won't bring up who that person is because I actually like that. Bottom line is AEW is a bunch of garbage when it comes to, like, their behind-the-scenes drama. It's doing nothing. And Vince McMahon is just sitting back and laughing. I'm going to give you the BJ statistic about this, though. BJM in the chat gave me a great statistic one time to read, and I read through this whole article he sent me. AEW's engagement is up like 200%. It might have even been 400. I can't remember the number. When there is backstage drama, because people care more about that than your show, your wrestling. You put on all the good cards you want. What's the drama? What's the dirt? Oh, wow. So what? you know what I mean? Just as someone looking at numbers and stuff, what do you think? That Does Tony want this to end if that's what he's getting? That puts my uh that puts my antennas up and starts making me think it's a controversy that's being created. Or at least the fan the, the the flames are being fanned instead of put out. So let's let's go back into the world of kayfabe real quick. Sean. <laughs> yeah, so, it was good. It was good. What do you want to what do you think all out needs to be and needs to be done right now for you to say Okay, I might lay down the 50 again for this. Like, what do they need to do for a fan or for you to make this a show? Like, okay, what what happens here? There's only Punk may be suspended. Yeah, there's only, I mean, with Punk being suspended, that throws it out because the only thing that was on the table for me that makes any sense is MJF versus CM Punk title for title. At this point, so you think that's the match they got to rock with at this point, no matter what? I mean, if he gets suspended, then maybe just bring back Omega or something. It's going to be a world title match. But it's like, I mean, how do you build in a week? Are they going to run? Some people think Cole, some yeah. people think Cole will still be in the mix too. There, I have it. Might get a rematch. I don't know. But at the end of the day, this better be one heck of a dynamite and collision this this week. You got to sell a whole show in a week. Bet I don't like this too. That they they announce all in is going to be back next year, same arena. And I said, don't get married to this place after the second one. Mm-hmm. Don't come here every single year to do this. But what do you? CM Punk versus MJF title for title. Got it. And and I can see why they would do that. I could also see them saying, unless you got Punk versus the Elite up your sleeve somewhere, a match with one of them, or like we said, the trios, you got to do something with that. If not, I don't know. I don't know what happens with all of this. I mean, I think there's some obvious stuff that's going to go on. I think House of Black is going to get a return title match for the TNT belt. I mean, for the um, I'm saying TNT, but I'm saying original BE's awesome comic. I think they'll get a return match for the um, trios titles. Um, they already have um, one half of um, Lucha going up against uh, 
um, going up against Orange Cassidy for the international belt. You got the TNT title. So that so right there, look, it's gonna be it's gonna be. I don't know. There's gonna be a situation that just needs to be panned out a little bit better. I think it's ill-timed. I think it's ill-fated to be a failure because it's a back-to-back pay-per-view. Like, where do they do that, bro? It's it's insane. Ryan said, "You realize AEW puts on reality TV show. Their reality show isn't reality. I believe as well, though. Those shows are usually writer, yeah, written up drama. This stuff is probably more interesting to people than that stuff. Truthfully, Uh, remember Tiffany and Drew? Yes, that's what." I think led to Drew eventually having to go Mm -hmm. with that stuff because they could never get over it because that's all they would think about until he went away. International title is technically a world title. I mean, yeah, yeah. I wish it was defended on this show too, but we don't get into that. No no international title on the the All-In pay-per-view. Yeah, well, Orange Cassidy was in a match, but he didn't have it, but all out. Looks like we're going to get the match that people thought we were going to get it all in. It looks like it's probably going to be Orange. It could be Penta versus uh, Moxley. I had that up here. Things are looking oh, interesting. Penta's probably going to win because that's a tie-in to the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-mm. I don't see it that way. I think it's going to be Orange and Mox. Okay. The, but I don't know who you book to win because either you elevate Orange, and I think that puts him above the main event level. BCC's been getting crushed, bro. Like I, yeah. I want them to win. They've been losing a lot. And I um, think this was some gold, too. Let me see here. Pro Wrestling Shoe said, TK announced that All In and All Out will always be Chicago and Wembley every year because he wants to create tradition for AEW. Always one week after, too. That's stupid. That's so stupid. He's, he's going to need that deal because he's going to have to get people to start paying. Oh, we didn't even talk about Wrestle Dream from his uh, the media scrum. Yeah. He's doing another pay-per-view in October. What are you doing? I hope it's not fifty. Bugging. You can over you can oversaturate, man. If you keep doing this, you can over oversaturate. They need they, they better start looking for that WWE deal. You better hope someone else buys that content for it. But I think that's the plan right now. It's he's like, I can give you twelve pay per views if you want. I can give you eight. I can give you six. I can give you whatever you need. So he, I think he's out there trying to show out a little bit because he's got that contract coming up, and now he can make a little bit of demand. Can you do that without Punk? I hope so. I hope they're able to still make these moves. We'll see. Bank holiday in the UK, then back to holiday here. Holiday weekends are good, but you got WWE infiltrating the scene. Payback's coming up. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. We got payback coming up. Uh, we'll hear more matches. <laughs> There's not really that many matches. <laughs> I think All Out may have more matches announced than Payback Pats. right now. Um, yeah, I mean... We got Raw coming up. I'm hearing WB wants 12 pay-per-views. They better they better be paying that money because it ain't going to be me paying. What's 50 not bucks times 12? What's that? Not me. 50 times 12 is uh, 600. 600. That's $600 a year. You are bugging if you think I'm paying that, bro. No way. I'm saying it's not going to be me. Uh, how's it stupid? He he established the largest paid attendance in the history of pro wrestling. That's for one show, though, Ryan. He's he's sacrificing. You you could be sacrificing all out, though. Yeah, all out's in deep trouble because of the pay per view we just spent fifty dollars on. Why? Did and it's in trouble. And it's in trouble because the big person that you're selling the show on might be suspended. Yeah, so that's why it's stupid. 
not a drag in yeah, I, I hope it works out for them with All Out. I know we'll, we'll be watching this year, but I'm hoping next year we get a different plan or a bundle deal at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you order these two shows, you get it for 60 bucks. Cool. I mean, I'd even, I'd even do two for – well, I'm not doing any. But I would even do two for 75 but not two yeah, for – but, but you, I think a bundle deal would make people more happy than, than what they're doing now. you got to bundle it up. Agreed. Uh, McKinney says, going back to Wemby will only work if the UK fans turn it into a Woodstock kind of festival, but eventually that 81K will be their uh, biggest number. Yeah, they you got to deliver. And then next year's show, like like Sean said, you got to come with a different card. You got to show out. Is this gonna? Is this your biggest show that you're always going to do? Is this what I'm supposed to look forward to? Um, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot to ask for it. Uh Ryan Street says it's sold out already. What? All out? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to wrestle picks right now. But also, even if it is sold out in the arena, we're talking about pay-per-view buy rates. Yeah, because usually most pay-per-views are bought the day of to decide. Everybody in this chat would pretty much agree that Conrad and I represent a good portion of the wrestling community. I'm not paying $50. All out has available tickets right now and this is as of an hour ago 1433 they have they have distributed 9000 tickets 140 since last week so they're they're moving tickets like i said i'm not saying they're not but what i'm saying is it's not sold out uh payback more like don't pay <laughs> wow i wow. like i like that if I was Orange Cassie, I'd be like, good luck in my match. I'm scared because I'm not too sure to face the John Moxley. Uh, seriously, be careful what you wish for Cassidy. <laughs> Might get hurt. Uh, yeah, October 1st, though. Yeah, Wrestle Dream. Sounds like it's going to be another, like, Forbidden Door-style show, maybe. I didn't. He said he was going to do it for Anoki, and he wanted to represent him. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with for a card for that. My 50 went to a show yesterday. Not anymore for this year, at least for I'm now. With I'm with you. I hear you. Sean, take us out of here, brother. Another tremendous episode of Clash of the Podcast. And I think we did very well for the year anniversary show. Um, cheers in advance to two years, which will be next summer. Um, really excited about what the future holds. I'm really excited to be in the midst of what is a really good professional wrestling week. Okay? All in is good. Now you got payback, which is going to suck. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> then all out, which we don't know. But at the end of the day, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys on a big-time wrestling league. It's always good to have you guys here each and every Monday night, 6.05. Make sure you tune into Conrad's channel Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time after Dynamite goes out the air as he and our good friend Derek will give you their weekly amazing AEW Roundup after Dynamite goes off the air, and then a special episode of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly this Thursday night, August 31st, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tune in. Conrad will be there. Renzi is coming back. Crystal's coming back. We're going to have a big talk about the tremendous, air quote, air quote, storyline writing of World Wrestling Entertainment, and we're going to talk about what we can do to fix it. So, for uh, my good friend and brother Conrad, happy anniversary to this show. Happy anniversary, not just to me and Conrad, but happy anniversary to all of you guys listening and watching. We appreciate you guys. One year of Clash of the Podcast is in the books. 
and we are looking forward to many, many more. I'm Sean. He's Conrad. We are Clash of the Podcast. We'll see you on Wednesday, Thursday, and next Monday. Peace.